not another radio show designed for you to discover us. This one is about discovering a new you. This is the John Jubilee Experience. To be part of the show, call 615-737-9986. That's 615-737-9986. Now, changing the world one person at a time, starting with you. Here's John Jubilee. Hey there, you superstar, you rock star, you world changer. Come on, say it with me. I'm a rock star. I'm a superstar. I'm unique. I'm talented. I'm intelligent. There's nobody like me. And I want to encourage you to share that with other people in your life today. Speak words of light and life and encouragement into them. Come on, give somebody a smile. Give someone a compliment that you've never met before. Just because you can. Just because you can. Can you imagine what we can do in this world if we will just on purpose choose to just compliment one stranger, one stranger every single day? You say, I'm going to give someone a compliment and a, or a kind word every single day. We can literally change the world. We can change the atmosphere wherever we are with just a kind word. We have the opportunity, wherever we are, to change the atmosphere by just bringing in kindness. And what is that really? You know, it sounds sounds a little bit too over the top to just call it love, but it really is love. It's just loving on people. It's okay to love on people. Why should we be embarrassed about it? Man, let's love people. It's okay. You know, the different kinds of love. It's not like the deep level of love, like you love your spouse, but it's loving them like you love, you know, you love a friend, you loving kindness of loving your fellow man. So love on people, give them a compliment, share something nice with them. You never know how that might impact somebody, how it might change their life. Just a simple act of kindness. You know, I'm sitting here looking at a picture this morning You know, I had a moment, I had a moment last week and, you know, I shared it one time. I'm going to share it again because it's worth sharing again if you missed it. But I had a moment last week, I was at a late meeting and it just so happened that the lady, uh, the lady that was serving us at Chili's restaurant was so kind that even though they closed at 10 o'clock, she let our meeting go till like 1120. And I had no idea. Could you imagine that we talked so much it went that late? (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Talks Too Much on every report card. Yes, that would be John Jubilee. Thank you very much. But I just want to tell all my teachers, hey, guess what? Now I get paid to talk. (laughs) But I was talking till 1120 at Chili's and I get out of this late, late meeting And I'm driving down the highway and there's a young girl walking by herself with a bag. And I thought, you know, this can't, something's just not right here. I pull over. I I have a quick conversation with her to, you know, see how I can assist her or help her if her car's broken down. Come to find out this girl is, you know, literally just dropped off her baby at her two-month-old baby, she dropped it off at her friend's house. She's 48 hours away from taking this baby to foster care because she cannot care for it. And I said, well, sister, 
I got some good news for you. I said, your life just changed. I said, if money was no object and you could take your baby and go anywhere, where would you go? And she said, I would go to my aunt's house. I have an aunt in Knoxville, Tennessee. And if I could just get to my aunt's house, she'll help me raise the baby and get me a job where she works. And I said, well, guess what? I'm going to get you to your aunt's house in Knoxville, Tennessee, you and that baby, and your life is changed forever. And I spun that car around and I drove back to where that baby was and I took care of making the arrangements to get her where she needed and got her everything that uh, that they would need. And she went in there and pulled out a picture of that baby and she wrote me a lovely note on the back of the picture. And do you know that just that one moment of an encounter, it changed little baby Layla's life forever and that mother's life forever because of one moment of kindness, because of one moment of reaching out to another person in life. Friends, you don't know that those moments are even possible until you just put yourself out there a little bit and you ask somebody. You never know where someone's at in life if you don't just extend and look beyond that two inches in front of your face. Isn't that what happens to most of us? We get so involved and so engulfed in our own life that we don't take the time to look out our window. It's like we have a window two inches away from our nose, from our eyes, from our mouth, and we just live inside this window, and we don't really let anybody in, and we don't step outside of it. Well, you know what? Let's open the window, and let's step out into life. And just breathe in. Just breathe in the fresh air of real life, of living with your fellow man, of sharing their burdens and sharing their joys, to cry with others and to laugh with others. That's how we're really designed to live life. You can cry with people. Let them cry on your shoulder. You might need to cry on their shoulder. But then get through your season of mourning and walk back into joy. Intentionally walk into joy. Intentionally find the joyful things in your life. Intentionally get out of any relationship that is weighing you down and holding you back that is mediocre. Hey, good is the enemy of best. Mediocre is your enemy. Good can even be your enemy. You want to go for best. You want the best relationships. You want the best job. You want the best health. You want the best life you can possibly have. And the only way you're going to have it, though, is to do something different. Nothing's going to change until you make a change. Nothing will be different until you do something different. If you keep doing what you've always done, you will only have what you've always had. And it always starts with you. You have to change first. So if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage and you want it to get better, you have to change first. In a marriage, the better person always changes first. 
the better person always changes first. So if you're the person that's thinking, well, this marriage would be better if my spouse changed. Well, I've got a little uh, newsflash, newsflash. You be the better person. If you really are all that that you think you are and you think your spouse needs to change that much, I got a newsflash for you. You need to change. You need to change first. And then your spouse will follow suit. Show humility. Humility is having a teachable spirit. Humility is having a teachable spirit. So have a teachable spirit. Be willing to learn. You know, my son Josiah, when he went to preschool, he was in preschool. He's like four years old. Got called in for a parent-teacher conference, you know, and I teach my kids to have humility, have a teachable spirit. But, man, this kid was like my dream kid, you know. He was a lot calmer than Jonathan was. But I went to his preschool, and what do they say? We got a problem with Josiah. I'm like, no way. They're like, way. The problem is Josiah kisses all of the girls, and some of the girls don't like it. Well, I'm trying to keep a straight face because this was like a Christian private school. And I said, really, my son kisses all the girls and some of the girls don't like it. I said, well, I got news for you. I will deal with him on that. I'll take care of that. And all the girls will like it. (laughs) And man, you should have seen the look I got. I said, come on, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But what do you expect me to say? I got a four-year-old son. He's kissing all the girls. I said, you know, what What do you do with that? But guess what? He had a spirit of humility, you know, and he did quit kissing most of the girls. <laughs> he got a little more selective, but he had a spirit of humility and you need to have one too. So guess what? Make it, make it, make it powerful. Make your relationships powerful. Make your love powerful by being the best you that you can be in every area of your life. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's Cellular Health Authority. I'm changing this world one person at a time. I want to start with the most important one, you. You're listening to the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTF. Bringing the 88-day transformation to life. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Hey there, rock star, you superstar, you world changer. There's no one like you, and that's the good news. The bad news is, that's why no one understands you. (laughs) You're one of a kind. You're one of a kind. So embrace it. Embrace it. Hey, if you're the eagle hanging out with the chickens, you know, that's good news. You're like, hey, I'm an eagle. What am I doing hanging out with these chickens? But I want to encourage you to take an action step. Hey, flap those wings. Get yourself up there in the air and get soaring like the real eagle that you are. Don't stay down there in the barnyard with all those chickens. Get yourself up there where you're supposed to be. Fulfill your destiny and be the real you. And I want to talk about relationships. I want to talk about relationships here for a minute. You know, you ever pour your heart and soul into a relationship and it just doesn't work out? Well, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. 
You could pour your heart and soul into a relationship. You could love somebody perfectly. You can communicate with them perfectly. You can act perfectly and still have an unsuccessful relationship. You know why? Because there's two people in a relationship. (laughs) That's right. It's up to both people. It's up to both people to raise the bar and to be a healthy person in a relationship. Relationships are not 50-50 propositions. Relationships are not 50-50 propositions. They're 100-100 propositions. Each person has to give 100% of who they are at all times to have a successful relationship. Nobody gets to give half of who they are. That won't work. And that's what is called free will. Free will. Remember a few years back, there was a movie called Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. That's right. Pretty funny guy, Jim Carrey. You know, he he literally got to act like God. If you haven't seen that movie, you should watch it. It's hilarious, and there's a cool meaning in there. There's a cool meaning in there. It shows you, first of all, it's a pretty tough job to be God, <laughs> so don't apply for it. Don't apply for it. You might get it, and you won't like it. But there was a love story. There was a love story in the movie, and in the love story, they showed that even God could not overpower free will. God does not have the power over free will, and neither do you (laughs) or me. None of us have the power over free will. And anytime we're in a relationship, whether it's with our spouse, with a family member, with one of our children, they have free will, and they exercise it. And you have free will, and you exercise it. So I want to encourage you today, if you've given everything in a relationship and the relationship failed, consider this possibility. The other person had free will and they chose to act inappropriately. They chose to not raise the bar and be a responsible, loving, reciprocal relationship in your life. We all need to reciprocate with people. And if we're not willing to reciprocate, and that just means to give someone else what they're willing to give you. In every healthy relationship, people are willing to listen. They're willing to learn. They're willing to grow. They're willing to compromise. They're willing to grant your request. And when people don't do that in relationships, relationships fail. When people are prideful or arrogant or overly opinionated, relationships fail. But they are failing because that person is making a free will, intentional decision by their actions to be stubborn, to be prideful, and no relationship can succeed. You know, Jesus Christ is an excellent example of somebody that loved people perfectly. He loved them perfectly. He communicated with them perfectly. And 
I would say he did not succeed in his relationships with people while he was on the earth. And why would I say that Jesus Christ was not successful in his relationships? Because thousands of people made an intentional decision, hey, let's kill that guy. Let's beat him. Let's nail him to a cross. Let's intentionally do the most terrific things we can possibly do to this man. Now, did Jesus do anything to deserve that? No. No. Were his relationship skills lacking? No. But that happened to him anyway. So don't beat yourself up or condemn yourself because you're a teenager. <laughs> That's right. Because your teenager treats you poorly. You could be doing everything perfectly with your teenager. And they still want to crucify you. You could be doing everything perfectly with your spouse. And they still want to crucify you. You could be doing everything perfectly with your mother-in-law. And she wants to crucify you and cook you for Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Come on now. Don't be a hater, you mother-in-laws. You know you really think that about your son-in-laws. But hey, what am I sharing that with you for? Because all of us, when we deeply care about people, we want them to love us. We want them to reciprocate our love, our affection. We want to be in deep relationship with people that it's never going to succeed until they decide to change their free will, until they decide that they are going to intentionally humble themselves and they are going to be a listener and they are willing to compromise and they are willing to give and they, you understand what I'm saying here? It takes two people. So even Jesus himself, when all of the right action is only coming from one side of the relationship, it will fail even if it's Jesus. And you're not You're not Jesus. You're just a real person. And you will not succeed in a relationship that the other person is not doing what they should be doing because they have free will. So what are you going to do with that? Well, here's what you need to do. You need to count it as what it really is. Count it as what it really is. Don't Beat yourself up. Don't condemn yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Don't do that. You need to just step back and go, wait a minute. I can count this as what it really is. That person has a free will. I'm doing the right things. They're doing the wrong things. That's their free will. And so now I'm going to set a healthy boundary. I'm going to set a healthy boundary. I'm going to build a wall. And on that wall is going to be a sign that says, do not enter my space until you cannot come back in my space until you choose to humble yourself, to listen, to give, to compromise. And if they're not willing to do that, you do not open the door in the wall. You don't open the door to that relationship. 
Friend, there's plenty of people that will love you, that will care about you, that will reciprocate. Be in relationship with those people. Hey, I got more great stuff for you. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. Stay with me through the break. I'm John Jubilee, America's Cellular Health Authority, changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with you. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Discovering your true genetic blueprint. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Awesome and amazing day. Come on, say it with me. I'm a superstar. I'm a rock star. I'm handsome. I'm beautiful. I'm talented. There's no one like me. And I got great news for you. You're not even the best you yet. Your best days are in front of you, not behind you. And you, you, you have treasure, you have talent, you have gifts inside of you that you have no idea. You haven't even seen the best days yet. And guess how I know that? Because that is literally how the the world and you are designed. You're designed to get better. Yes, you're designed to get better and better and better. You live your life experiences, you learn the lessons, forget the details, and keep rolling. That's right. That is truly the rhythm of life. Learn your lessons, forget the details, focus forward. Your best days are in front of you. And you might say to me, John, man, you you don't realize, man, I'm not even utilizing my skills. I'm not even utilizing my top talents that I have. Well, guess what? That just means that you are in preparation. That's right. There's something powerful. There's something powerful about when we are underutilized, when we're not at our full capacity, where our talents are not recognized or used in a circumstance. That's when your deepest levels of character are actually developed. That's right. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King said, it's not the job you have, but the job you do. So if you're a janitor, you be the best janitor that you can possibly be. And I was a janitor. And as a janitor, you know, you can choose to just do the surface level stuff or you can get down there and really clean a toilet, man. Under the rim, under the seat, bottom of the seat, top of the seat, behind the seat. You know what? You get to have a choice as a janitor. Are you going to have an excellent, excellent spirit and do an over-the-top excellent job or just do the surface level things that make the boss walk in, take a look and say, yeah, that looks good. It's not the job you have, but the job you do. And if you'll choose in the place that you are today to say, man, I am going to be the best restaurant worker I can possibly be. I'm going to be the best FedEx worker I can possibly be. Whatever company you're working at, you fill in the blank and you say, I'm going to be the best delivery person I can possibly be. I'm going to have the best attitude. I'm going to have the best interaction with our customers. 
I'm going to have the best interaction with employees. I'm going to be the best possible worker, co-worker, and representative of this company I can possibly be. That will develop a depth of character. And whether you realize it or not, you're actually honing the skills, your real skills, that are going to shine forth one day at the deepest level in the midst of doing what you don't want to do. Hey, anybody can have a great attitude when they have the perfect job and the perfect circumstances and the perfect life. But that doesn't happen most of the time. Most of life is about what's my attitude and my actions going to be in the midst of the mundane, the mundane, boring things of life. You can choose to have an awesome and amazing and a supernatural attitude in the midst of boring, mundane things in life. Embrace your moment. Embrace the moment of frustration. Embrace the moment of being bored mentally, of being not challenged, of feeling underused and like a total misfit out of place. Embrace it. You are being literally molded like a diamond that's covered. Do you know that nobody sees a diamond when it's in formation? You are like a beautiful diamond that's in formation. You're covered by stone and rock and darkness and pressure. Do you realize that all a diamond really is in its simplest form? It's a piece of coal hidden in a mountain being smashed and crushed and devastated. All the physical aspects that create the most beautiful diamonds, all the beautiful facets of the diamond are formed in the midst of tons of pressure and darkness in total oblivion where nobody sees who you really are. Nobody sees what you're really going through. Nobody sees the pressure and the pain that you are going through. But one day, miraculously, a noise is heard. A pick, a pick is chopping through the darkness and all of a sudden a light appears and you're taken out of the darkness and out of the pressure. And an amazing thing happens. You begin to be polished and cut just perfectly to cut off those last few things of your life that need to be cut off. Like a beautiful diamond, they chip away the parts of you that you need to get rid of. That critical spirit, that bad attitude, that stubbornness, that pride. Am I talking to anybody out here? That's right. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you because I care about you. I care about you enough to tell you the truth. You know what? Somebody that just wants to tickle your ears and, and make you laugh all the time, that's not your real friend. That's not your real friend. You know what? A real friend will laugh with you and they'll cry with you. A real friend will tell you when you'll look good 
and they'll tell you when you got chicken stuck in your teeth. A real friend will tell you something that they'll tell you you had a bad attitude and you acted like a jerk because that's what a real friend tells you. But I got great news for you, friend, because I am your real friend and I am telling you the truth. If you allow yourself to go through the process, embrace the pressure, embrace the darkness, embrace the moment of feeling like you are in total obscurity because there's a depth of character that's being developed. Part of your future and your destiny is coming to pass. No one else sees it. They don't know it yet. But your day is coming when you're going to be taken out of that mountain And the last few things that need to be chiseled away are going to be chiseled away off of your personality, off of your person. And then the polishing begins, the fine tuning. And then you're set under a light. And then the whole world gets to see the brilliance of the diamond that you are. And as they hold you and turn you to the right, they see beautiful facets. To the left, beautiful facets. Up, down, all around, every direction you're turned, they're beautiful facets. Each facet representing a moment of obscurity, a moment of frustration, a moment of feeling like nobody appreciates or understands you. Friend, greatness, greatness does not come by a moment. Greatness comes by being willing to suffer through, suffer through obscurity and darkness and seasons, seasons of not being where you really want to be. But you know deep down inside you are destined for greatness and you will get there. You will. You can be the best you you can possibly be. So learn to choose to take control over your actions and your attitudes and embrace those tough moments. Hey, we're living this experience of life and you have an incredible destiny in front of you. You really do. So I'm encouraging you today, go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's Cellular Health Authority. I'm changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with the most important one, you. You're listening to the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTF. Hope for the hopeless. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Hey there, all my superstars, you rock stars. Hey, I want you to be a rock star in your finances. And so what I'm going to do is bring in the rock star of rock stars that can coach us all on how to do that. So I'm going to bring on right now my good friend, This is your John Jubilee, Kyle Adkins, Wisdom of Wealth Minute, discussing love, peace, and happiness. Mighty Kyle, thank you for joining us today, my friend. You're welcome, John. Good morning, sir. Good morning. What's a good word for today? 
Here's the good word for today. We talked about the different kinds of life insurance versus, um, you know, the renting versus owning and building equity, et cetera. The question we get all the time, John, is, well, how much life insurance should I have? And almost without fail, the general rule is, is 10 times annual income. So if you're making $50,000 a year, for the most part, the young gentleman or the older gentleman, the young lady, older lady, needs to have about $500,000 worth of death benefit in some combination. And you say, well, I don't want to check out of here and leave my spouse rich. Ten times an annual salary, John, is not leaving anybody rich. That's just leaving them with the choices and the opportunities to not be forced to remarry or forced again, to try to seek outside assistance with their families. So the good rule is 10 times in some combination of permanent or term. Good word. Good word, Kyle. And, man, that's that's on the money, and I'm definitely uh, I'm right there with you, you know, when it comes to this type of thing. And, and frankly, I, I think even if they did, you know, twice that much, they're – you know, it's it's putting themselves in a situation if their kids are younger, you know, so that they yeah. do have – that's a great uh, – you know, man, what a word picture, Kyle, to think of a young mother that would have to get remarried, you know, just because of money. But if they would just have enough life insurance, you know, at least they could fully raise their kids and wouldn't have to have that burden uh, to think about that. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing that. Hey, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're seeing take place in the markets currently. So I know a lot of people have a lot of questions, and we're going to address that. Okay. Well, fabulous. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. You're a rock star as always, man. appreciate you, brother. Thank you, John. You have a great day. Thank you. Well, friends, I'll tell you what. When it comes to the financial arena, the last thing I want someone to do is check out early. But there are literally more people died They died this year from prescription medication than every illegal drug combined. More people died from prescription medication than all the car accidents in America. Because we are sick and we're a pill-popping world. And friends, I want to encourage you something. Get healthy at a cellular level. And so you can get off your medication and you can live a long life. Happy, abundant, fulfilled, powerful life. That is your real destiny. That's how you're really supposed to be living your life. So don't settle for anything short of that. And you say, well, John, you don't know, man, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair. Hey, I've had a lot of people in wheelchairs. I had one girl in a wheelchair, lost 37 inches in a wheelchair, lost her acne, lost her inflammation, lost her anger and bad attitude in a wheelchair and you can too and if she can do it in a wheelchair and you're a walking person what is your excuse quit making excuses and get up and take an action step for yourself to get yourself healthy don't deal with those ridiculous side effects of those medications i'm angry about medication i'm angry about the side effects Am I the only person that hears the last 30 seconds of all these goofy drug commercials? Write it down. Do it one day. Just write down what they say the last 30 seconds of every drug commercial. They basically end in severe cramping, internal bleeding, migraine headaches, and death. Why would anybody on purpose stick something in your mouth? That can do that to you. 
may cause loss of eyesight, of hearing. What are we thinking? We're so desperate. We're so desperate, but you can overcome. You can, but you just have to do your part. You have to take an action step to get yourself headed there. Hey, I had to take this too. I'm not telling you what to do. I did it first. When I point a finger at you, I got three fingers pointing back at me. So everything I say is three times more for John Jubilee than it is for you. You are becoming the best you you can possibly be, even if, even if you feel like you're in the wrong place. Like, what am I doing here? My talents, my skills aren't being used. I'm in the wrong place, friend. I'm telling you what, you're in training. You're in exactly the right place that you need to be because you will come out and you will step into your true destiny, who you really are. You know, early in my life, I told you I'd tell you a story and you know, I've I've got a million of them. Guess why? Because I've lived real life. I've lived real life and had so many incredible experiences and Early in my life, I actually, uh, you know, I had so many jobs. I worked in a foundry. I've shared that with you. When I was in high school from 10 at night till 6 in the morning working in a foundry, and you better believe I was like, what am I doing here? I knew that wasn't my future. I knew that wasn't my destiny. I knew that wasn't where I wanted to spend the rest of my life because I'm going to tell you what, you eat a lot of black dust. You eat a lot of black dust when you're in a foundry. Doesn't taste good, doesn't smell good, doesn't feel good. And, but friend, you, I just had to do what I had to do in that moment that I was in. And then I went to college, got out of college, went into my first job right out of college. I taught in a school out in California. And I loved, loved teaching. I loved teaching. And that was amazing. But little did I know that I'd get a phone call from the president of Lake City Bank out of Warsaw, Indiana. And this guy calls me and says, John, I want you to come work for me and manage. He said, we're starting a mortgage division. And I said, man, I don't even know how to spell mortgage. And he said, no, I'm telling you, you'll be good at this. And I said, no, really, is there a T in mortgage? (laughs) It's a true story. He said, no, really, just come talk to me. I said, no. I said, I don't know anything about that field. I don't know anything about that business. I'm not going to waste your time or my time. He said, I will pay you. Now, look, this was in 1984, 1984, 30 years ago. He said, I'll pay you $300 just to come to the interview. (laughs) I said, all right, brother, you want to, you know, you want to give me $300? I said, I'll come, but I just hate to do that. I hate to take your money because I'm not going to take that job. Well, long story short, I got there. They made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and I still was trying to not take the job. I said, I said I'll said i commit to do this for four months. I said, but if, but if I'm not profitable to you in four months, I said, I'm just telling you right now I'm going to quit. Because, you know, I want to be productive and I want to be a good employee, you know, for you. And I said, I'm just having a hard time believing I'm I'm just going to come into an industry I've never been in before. 
and be successful for you, you know, when you're paying me that well. Well, friends, guess what happened? I just went to work. I just went to work and I just was working hard and studying everything. I read the whole Fannie Mae guideline book. And most of you probably don't know what that is, but I'm going to tell you something. It's about seven inches thick of paper. (laughs) It's a really big, boring book, but I read it and I started helping people and I was just knocking on doors and And my goal was to get 30 no's every day. I was looking for 30 no's. Give me 30 no's because I know if I could get 30 people to reject me and say no to me, I'd get one person that would say yes. And one year later, one year later, I was honored as the number one mortgage banker in the state of Indiana. And it was in the paper and, you know, I got nationally recognized in some national mortgage publications and some really cool stuff. And I had no idea that I was even having that level of success because I was like the farmer that just put his head down and just started harvesting a field, you know, plowing a field and working and harvesting. And I had no idea just how much I was really doing. But the reason I share that story with you is I end up having a 21-year successful mortgage banking career. It wasn't where I thought I would ever end up, but it was a tremendous season of my life. But then something even greater, and it was great. The mortgage business was great. It was very fulfilling to help people with the toughest, hardest financial decision of their life is, is your home mortgage. And I loved helping people with that. But in the midst of all that, of working so hard and living life and coaching my kids in sports and, and coaching hundreds of other kids, I ended up letting my own health suffer. I ended up with arthritis. I was virtually bone on bone in my knees and uh, high blood pressure, hypertension. I had man boobs. Yep, I'm just going to say it. I did. I had man boobs, and I looked like I swallowed a truck tire. And I'm telling you what, I was in pain. I was in pain. I had a super low energy level, and I was gutting it out. I was a hardworking guy, so I gutted it out. But, man, it was hard. It was really hard. But in the midst of all that is when I did all my research, because I tried every goofy diet out there that we've all tried. Come on, raise your hand if you've dieted. Raise your hand if you've tried every diet. Well, that was me too. And friends, I got great news for you. I got so frustrated that I finally just said, man, I'm just going to research it myself. And I got to tell you, I studied thousands of pages of science, but it was like literally a divine download. I got 10 technologies I implemented for 88 days because all our cells transform in 88 days. And next thing you know, I'm in optimal health at a cellular level. And then I just started sharing with people because they were beating down my door. And I couldn't go anywhere in my community without people saying, man, you you look amazing. And what did you do? And could you help me? And I just started helping people. And I helped people for the next 10 years for free. For 10 years for free, friend. I helped people get healthy at a cellular level. 
And when Dave Ramsey sat me down, knee to knee, toe to toe, and said, John, you got to go full time in health and wellness, man. You're going to change the world. And I'm not even an endorsed local provider of Dave Ramsey. He did that for free, gave me his whole staff for free. Dave Ramsey did. And guess what? I'm here helping people, and I want to help you. I'm going to encourage you. You go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com, and get some more information on that. I'm John Jubilee, America's Cellular Health Authority, changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with you. Not another radio show designed for you to discover us. This one is about discovering a new you. This is the John Jubilee Experience. To be part of the show, call 615-737-9986. That's 615-737-9986. Now, changing the world one person at a time, starting with you. Here's John Jubilee. Awesome and amazing day. You are a rock star. Come on, say it with me. I'm a rock star. I'm a superstar. I am talented. I am unique. There's no one like me. I am fulfilling my dreams. My best days are in front of me. I am throwing off all the junk and all the baggage in my past, and I am moving forward with a positive, focused, intentional, on-purpose life. And that's the real you. You can have a fantastic week. That is your choice. Man, isn't it powerful to live a life where you have choices? Every day that you wake up, you wake up with the choice of What is my day going to be today? And you can literally on purpose say, today is going to be a great day. Today, I'm going to impact this world in a positive way. I'm going to be productive today. I'm going to get something done. So I'm going to encourage you to be present where you are today. There's a powerful principle of being present where you are. Look people in the eye when you talk to them. Listen intently to what they're saying. And if you really want to challenge yourself and you think that you're already a good listener, then don't just listen to the words. Listen to the heart of what someone is saying to you. Because they could be saying something eight levels deeper from their heart that they just don't have the words to articulate what's really going on inside there that they really want to share with you. But if you're living life fully present, fully focused on people that are in front of you, you can see into their soul and you can hear the depth of the true meaning of their real heart. But you know what happens. Isn't it the natural thing for people to say, hey, how you doing? They don't care how you're doing. And if you think I'm kidding, I said this to a grocery clerk one time. He said, hey, how are you today? I said, well, I'm terrible. I lost everyone that I ever loved in life today. My dog was hit by a car. And he said, that's nice. Would you like plastic or paper? (laughs) People don't really listen. So don't be like that. Don't say things just to say things. Don't be a robot in life. Be a real person that chooses to be fully present with people, especially with your loved ones in your life. Hey, dads, let me give you a word here. Do you know that the average father in America spends 90 seconds of deep, meaningful conversation with their children each day? 90 seconds seconds. Hey dad, can I just encourage you? 90 seconds is not going to get it done. 
That's the reason that our kids are in the situation that they're in today, that our society's in the situation that it is today. It is the absentee father. So dads, I want to especially encourage you, take some time to just sit down. Why don't you just make it five minutes, which would be a 350% increase over the average dad in America. You'd be three times better than the average dad in America if you just found a way to intentionally engage with your child for just five intentional minutes a day of actually talking to them about something that's important in life. Now look, you can't sit your kid down and say, let's have a meaningful discussion. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. Let me just tell you how to do it, okay? Because guess what? Got seven kids, four boys, three girls, and I dated my children. I dated my kids. You got to take your kid on a date. You got to get them involved in an activity. And then when you're doing something, you create those moments for that meaningful conversation. You get talking about what happened in their day. And as you discuss their day, as a topic arises... Then you get into that deep, meaningful conversation where you can fully engage with them and give them some words of wisdom, some words of encouragement, some words of instruction. And that's what our kids need, especially from dad. So dad, you're the instructor. You're the instructor. You're the teacher. Mom, you're the nurturer. So you get to knit. You get to listen, listen, connect with their emotions, be fully present with their emotions, connect with your kids on an emotional level. Know your children's love languages, mom and dad. Know their love languages. Your child doesn't just know that you love them because you say it. You have to communicate it to them in their love language. And I can tell you what, mom and dad, to most children, love is spelled T-I-M-E. Yeah, let me spell love for you. T-I-M-E. That's right. It's spending time with your children, being engaged with what they're doing. So if you got to get down on that floor and... You know, play with them, do something with them, get down on the floor. If you got to get outside and have an activity with them, get outside and have an activity with them. Engage with your kids. And don't just waste your time in the car in this age of technology, man. Hand your kid an iPad or a smartphone and be disengaged. Tell them, say, hey, let's play a game. Let's see if we can do what the cavemen did. Communicate with no electronics. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that today, today in America, in the same house, kids will be texting their parents, communicating by text. Now, if you don't have teenagers, you're rolling your eyes. I am telling you for a fact, every parent with a teenager has had a texting conversation with them in the house. They're in the same house. The kid is in the bedroom texting him, what's for dinner? Yikes. Can I just encourage you? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. So communicate. Get back to the old-fashioned way. Eye-to-eye, eye-to-eye, face-to-face communication. Teach your kids how to communicate. 
You know, this generation uses so much social media, they're losing their communication skills. And they're losing their their sense of even what is right and wrong to say in a in a conversation, because you could post anything on Facebook, you can send anything on a text, and there's no repercussion. If these kids texted or posted on Facebook, you know, or said the same thing in person, they posted, they'd be knocked out. <laughs> That's right. Somebody would, you know, knock them on the ground and they'd realize, oh, I guess I shouldn't really talk like that. But this is a different age that we're living in. And so I'm going to encourage you with your kids, communicate, connect, be on purpose, be intentional. Get yourself at least five minutes of focused conversation. But just know it may take you 20 minutes of interaction to get to the five deep, meaningful moments. So be willing to invest that time. Be willing to invest that time to spend. And it's the same way with your spouse. Men, she's not just going to open up and share her heart. Especially girls, they're like an onion. You got to unpeel the layers of those emotions by showing that you care, that you're listening with your eyes, with your ears, with your body language, with the TV turned off, not just during commercials. So let's be focused. Let's be intentional. Let's be on purpose to love with actions. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's cellular health authority. I'm changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with you. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Radio for all of you, mind, body, and spirit. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Hey there, superstar, you rock star. I want to encourage you today. You are becoming the best you that you can possibly be. You have control over two things at all times, your actions and your attitude. So no matter what circumstance you're going through, especially in relationships, know this, you get to control your actions and your attitude. None of us can control another human being. Nobody. That's right. Even your own kids. So you might as well just... Just own it. Resign yourself to it that you can lead, you can guide, you can instruct, you can correct, but you cannot control another human being. It's amazing that we all live in somewhat of a frustrated mode because we try to control other people. We think we can get them to be a certain way if we do a certain thing, and it is total falsehood. So give it up. Come on, just give it up today. I mean it. Just throw that out the window and realize you are never, ever, ever going to make an apple pie uh, out of raisins. It's not going to happen. You'll never make an apple pie out of raisins. And that's what it's, it's foolish for you to think you are going to change a person. You're not. All you can do is be the best you you can be, control your own attitude, your own actions. But then you have to take this action step. Stop allowing people in your life that are negative, that pull you down, that burn up your emotional energy. I want you to just think like a one-gallon jug of water. That's your emotional energy for the day. You pour it out. You get to choose where you're going to pour it. 
Well, don't you want to use your emotional energy to pour it on the beautiful flowers and plants that are going to grow and flourish and give you joy? Why would you pour it? Why would you pour it on the thorn bushes? And that's what those negative people are. It's like pouring out your negative energy to literally grow thorn bushes that are going to cut you and make you bleed and put you in pain and just give you irritation in life. Don't pour out your emotional energy on painful people that bring you pain. Ask yourself a simple filtering question. Does it bring me joy or take away joy? Does this person bring me joy or take away joy? If they take away your joy, set the healthy boundary and get that person out of your life. How long are you going to keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result? That is the literal definition of insanity, is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's like heading north and thinking you're going to be going south eventually. You know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, friends, set a healthy boundary. Set a healthy boundary. Okay, and you scientists that are going, actually, John, if you do go north and you get to the top of the world, you will eventually go south. Okay, yes, you will. But you know what? It's going to take you quite a while <laughs> to get there, and you're going to have to have you know a bunch of aircraft, boats, and everything else <laughs> to make that happen. But friends, set healthy boundaries. Cut those people out of your life that are not bringing you joy. You can't control them. You focus on yourself and setting healthy boundaries. Get yourself surrounded by the people that you say, John, there's no one in my life that brings me joy. Well, then cut them all out. You can be alone with yourself for a season. Be alone with yourself for a season and you bring yourself joy. Build yourself up from the inside. Hang out with me, myself, and I for a season. I'm not saying forever. None of us are designed to be alone forever. But a season of being alone, learn to enjoy yourself, to not be needy or clingy or have to be around other people to the point that you're willing to be around people that just bring you down and steal your joy. You know, there's a term for that in the psychology world. It's codependency. It's like you're dependent on people that you have to be around them to try to be solving their issues. And really, it makes you less of a person. And it actually makes you a very unhealthy person. So I want to encourage you today. Ask yourself a simple filtering question. Does this person bring me joy or take away joy? And if they consistently take away your joy... I'm encouraging you today, friend, set a healthy boundary and just stop returning that phone call. Stop returning that text. Stop returning that email. Limit your conversations with those people until they are cut out of your life. And I want you to gravitate towards the people that bring you joy in life. Hey, and if you say, John, I'm telling you, I have none of those people in your life, then I'm telling you. You know what? You get your get yourself on the phone today and you call Sasha at 371-1399 and you say, "Hey, Sasha, 
I have no positive people in my life. I want to came, come hang out with you and John Jubilee and those positive transformers because I can hook you up with some positive people. I can hook you up with some positive people. I really can. And I mean that for real. If you're sitting there in your situation today and you don't have positive people in your life and you say, no, I really don't. I don't have those kind of people around me. I can connect you with some positive people. And do you know what? You can change your life and you can have some real friends because a real friend should be a person that brings you joy, that's giving, that's loving, that's caring. That is a real friend. A real friend is not somebody that just calls you to complain and criticize. It's not a real friend. That is a leech. That is a leech. That is an emotional energy bloodsucker, and you got to get those people out of your life. Those are not real friends. Let's set some healthy boundaries. Take both your hands and slap your cheeks about 25 times and say, wake up, wake up and smell the coffee here. Wake up and smell some intelligence and let's make an active, intentional decision. Let's be intentional about who we spend time with. Let's be intentional about what we spend our emotional energy on because you have a life to live and you are designed to live a life filled with joy. You're designed to live a life filled with purpose and intention and accomplishment. And when I say live a life with joy, I'm talking about some Pollyanna kind of life where nothing ever you know, bad happens. And I don't even know why people, you know, use that term, by the way, some Pollyanna kind of life. Hey, Pollyanna had a bad thing happen. Remember? Hey man, that girl wasn't able to walk, but guess what? She kept a positive attitude. She kept her joy even when she was down and she walked. And that's what I'm asking you to do is even when adversity comes, that's what joy is. Joy is not the absence of adversity. It's choosing to be joyful in the midst of adversity. It's choosing to be joyful when it's not just all cotton candy and rainbows and pink ponies. That's what real joy is. It's from way down deep inside of yourself. But you have to be intentional about choosing the people you're going to be around in life. You've got to be intentional. Choose the right people. Friends, listen to me very carefully. You will never, ever, ever rise above the people you're hanging out with. You will never rise above the people you're hanging out with. Whoever you're hanging out with, you will be like those people. So you better just sit back today and take a look around. Look around. Take an accounting, get out a notebook, get out your iPhone and write some notes to yourself and take an accounting of the people in your circle of life that you're spending time with, that you allow to speak into your life because that is who you are and that is where your ceiling is. That's the highest you will ever be is around the people you are around right now. And if you're happy with that, great. But if you're not, you better do something different. And I'm giving you an option. I've got some great 
outstanding people in my circle of life, and I'm inviting you to come and join me, literally, literally, I'm inviting you to come and join me. So don't say you have nowhere to go because I'm giving you a place to go. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's Sailor Health Authority. I'm changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with you. You're listening to the John Jubilee Experience on Supertalk 99.7 WTF. Finding your joy. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Supertalk 99.7 WTN. Hey there, you rock star, you superstar. Man, oh man, are you going to be purposeful? Are you going to be intentional? I hope you are because it's going to be impactful for your life in every way. If you will just take those steps to do that, you can change your life. And I'll tell you what, I got a special guest in studio here. This guy has changed his life for sure. He's the one, the only, the amazing Mr. Jonathan Bird. Hey, hey Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. Great to be on the air live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quit moonwalking, man. You can't be that excited this early already, dude. You just walked in. <laughs> well, it's a great morning, and uh, and it was a fantastic weekend, and just ready to Hit the ground running, got a big day, big week, and uh, lots going on, lots going on, absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit about your weekend there, Jonathan. Well, we had this uh, fun uh, event. That was a fantastic event. We had a lot of new Transformers sign up, so we're going to be changing a lot of people's lives. Um, after our two big dinners uh, at luncheons at uh, Lupper Lunch Brunch, whatever it was, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we served a lot of food, and fed a lot of people. Yes, but uh, no lepers. There were no lepers. No lepers. There. There were some, we had lupper, but not lepers. I know you're thinking of lupper lunch and supper. <laughs> I'm right. with you. I feel you, brother. I feel the lupper. I feel the lupper love. And so that was a long day, but uh, then yesterday had a nice, just kind of a relaxing day, and uh, toured uh, a friend's their new house. It was really cool to see some of the ideas they had because we're kind of looking at maybe doing uh doing our own house and and uh and then we went down to the outlet malls and did some uh shopping for uh some family pictures we're going to do that are long overdue since uh All right. the last time i looked you know my family pictures you know i look a little different than i did last time <laughs> oh just just a little it'll look like a person's missing out of your family picture <laughs> weren't there five birds no wait that's just jonathan he was he was twice as big as he was before <laughs> so so we did that i found uh you know found some stuff for uh for Jeb and for Evelyn and Abby about a new scarf that kind of this is going to tie us all together really well. It's what, at least what she said. <laughs> Must be a big the scarf, scarf ties it all together. Yeah. <laughs> and but then we went to to uh, a men's store and finally found the perfect jacket that I could wear. And then they had this these you know these clearance suits and one of these clearance suits the the sticker on it was nine hundred dollars and they had it on sale for ninety eight dollars. I'm like, dang, that's a pretty darn good price. I got to see how I look at it. I look pretty darn good in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, well, yeah, well, I got 90% off a brand new suit, and they tailored it up, and I bought some shirts and a couple ties with that, and uh, even a pocket square. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, now you're just getting right into the whole the whole flow there. Yeah, Abby said, now, who wears pocket squares? I'm like, well, John Jubilee wears pocket squares. Dang it up, I look like John. <laughs> 
So, so, jo- so, Jonathan, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, Abby was thrilled because I know how those girls thinks when it comes to shopping. It's like it's not that I spent a hundred dollars; it's right. I saved nine hundred. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like Evelyn and Abigail, Evelyn and Abby went over to uh, um, the, the Tommy store that was right next to that to you know i was finished paying up and and uh start i started uh you know talking to the guy like well we've got these suits that are you know really on sale i got 98 dollar suits i'm like really well let me show show me a couple of them so that's when he started showing them to me so i'm in the store for like 25 30 minutes by myself as i as you know i'm wearing the suit and i'm again they finally walk back over and she's like oh my gosh so i'm the one who's like taking forever in the men's store <laughs> that's that's just taking me forever it's just like what are you doing i'm like i got i'm good this is 98 dollars i'm buying it <laughs> well that is, well that is awesome that's awesome well jonathan it was really fun to hear uh you know you introduced when they introduced you at the event and they said and here's jonathan bird he's half the man he used to be <laughs> that's so much fun to be able to say that because you know i've lost over 110 pounds of fat and 14 inches on my belly and and I've put on all this hydration and muscle on the same size I was when I got married. But the cool thing about transformation is I actually weigh 30 pounds more. And I just let people like, how does that work? How does you do that? I'm like, you know, it's just you gain hydration, you gain muscle and you just have uh, you just change everything about you. You get healthy to cellular level. It's really just a lot of fun. Well, and, you know, I got thinking just just looking around that room, you know, here was you lost 110 pounds of fat. I looked to the right. Here's another man that lost 100 pounds of fat. Yep. You know, Dwayne, I looked to the left. Here's Mike. We love you, Mike. 99.5. <laughs> He's like, I almost lost 100. I said, man, you should have just took those shoes off. <laughs> took something off your pants, maybe, but, you know, overshare. Too much information. But, you know, just all around the room of just the, you know, the changes. I look over, you know, beautiful Elizabeth. She's, you know, off her high blood pressure medication. She's off her diabetic medication. And she's just so excited sharing, you know, transformation, inspiring, encouraging people. And, and, and on her own, on her own time. So Elizabeth, if you're listening there, superstar, love you, sister. And, and, uh, you know, Elizabeth just, she's in her store. She's sharing with people. Just, just. It just over, uh, you know, it's that bubbling over thing when you have such excitement, such enthusiasm of something that's been a life changer. Absolutely. We had Tammy there. She looked fantastic. I didn't even recognize her. She got her hair done and and she's just looking, you know, amazing. And then we had Cindy doing, opening her hands and closing her hands. And um, she was just like, I couldn't do that. She couldn't do that, you know. Oh my word! Six eight weeks ago, yes, just open and close her hands because she, you know, she couldn't do that, and just this, just all those transformers are just so inspiring that they are able to, to they're living the way they were designed to be, oh and not word. having those physical problems, the weight problems, the blood pressure, the cholesterol, coming off the diabetic diabetes medications, no more metformin, no more migraines. I mean, just just the stories in that room. We need another four or five hours to tell just today. Oh, my word. Well, Jonathan, I got to tell you, Cindy shared something with me afterwards. Uh, she literally said, and she was amazing, too. She just stood up right you yeah. know, in that room and just, you know, and just shared that she has every diet book known to man on her shelf. She's a research, you know, she's just a research expert, you know, on health and wellness. And she said when she first came, her husband said, well, surely 
You know, there's nothing that guy could possibly teach you. And she said, oh, yes, he did. And and now, like moving those hands, Jonathan, she said she couldn't pick up communion. When she was at oh church, goodness. she said, John, I could not even take communion because I couldn't pick it up. I didn't have function because of all that joint pain. And here she is, just beautiful hands mm-hmm. and beautiful person. Oh, my gosh, she looks so young and so so vibrant and here she is just out there helping people showing up on her own time and and just sharing her experience and what an inspiration i mean i'm inspired by all these these transformers that you know their lives are being changed and then but to see people just give back and want to come in and share and i got to tell you though i had um my my favorite my favorite that happened probably a lot of people didn't get to see it um, but one of our transformers, that's a nurse, um, her and her husband are doing the transformation together. And they brought a little guest. They brought a little guest with them, their granddaughter. And they said, John, she said, I have to meet the man, John, from the videos. <laughs> 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 and she was really serious. When she said, meet me, she didn't come just to see me. She came to meet me. And that little girl, she gave me a hug. She, you know, she's, you know, I held her in my arms while we took some pictures together. You know, we were high-fiving and photo-opping and oh my word, how precious that Jonathan, you know, this little granddaughter watching her grandparents do a transformation, she was inspired. Yes. And here she wanted to come and she wanted to be a part of an experience that was affecting her life just watching those daily videos that people get to see. And, and it's something else that was really, truly inspiring is just people who have just been on the program for two weeks or four weeks, six weeks, they want to share their experience and they're bringing people to our events. I mean, we had at least four people, four transformer couples or four people bring people because just or that early in the program and the and you know they say to they're saying to their friends I'm having an experience you need to share in this experience with me and they're bringing the people to the events and it's awesome and they just you know they they when they sign up or they're thinking about it they're going to sign up because there's nothing better and then I had you know we had another guy his name's Chris. He's in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's been beating all these guys up in the gym. <laughs> and so we had a guy come to the luncheon Saturday. He wants to do the program. We had another one of his friends come into a consult last week. He signs up because, you know, he's like in his you know late, early 50s, and he's in the best shape of his life, and he was in really pretty good shape already. But, you know, he's off his medications. He's getting stronger. And he's he's kicking everybody's behinds in the uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. And they're like, dang, whatever you're doing, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is so fun. That is so fun. Well, and, and man, I got to give a shot. I don't want to say the names, but um, but there's a couple, Jonathan, just like what you said. They're, they're already transforming. They're about a month in. They brought a man from their Sunday school class. They paid for his transformation. Wow. They said, John, this has so impacted our life. We know this is what this man needs to turn his life around. 
They brought him to the luncheon, and they literally paid for his transformation. They said, we know this is going to change his life. We want to sow this seed into this man. It was so touching, and and I know you're listening, and you know who I'm talking about, so I want to give you honor, but of course, I don't want to... Uh, you know, embarrass, you know, the other guy in any way, but he shouldn't be embarrassed. That's a terrific gift. It's the greatest gift. It's better than getting a car. It's better than someone giving you a house because you are the house and, and you're the priceless house. You're the priceless treasure. And for someone to invest, though, in someone else like that, man, that was inspiring to me. I, I, I can't, I can't uh, agree with you anymore. And I'm just really excited and excited for our next event. <clears throat> I can't wait till we have our next event. A lot of good food and a lot of great experience. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, by the way, you're buying. Of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's Sailor Health Authority, changing the world one person at a time. I want to start with you. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. More than just information, this is transformation. This is the John Jubilee Experience on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Hey there, you rock star, you superstar. Come on, say it with me. I'm talented, I'm handsome, I'm beautiful. I am becoming the best me I can be. I just keep getting better every single day. I'm getting smarter. I'm getting better looking. I'm getting a better sense of humor. You declare those things powerfully over your life. Believe it. Think it. Say it. Do it. Believe it. Think it. Say it. Do it. Believe it. Think it. Say it. Do it. That's how you become a world changer. And you start changing the world with you. You start with yourself because you are the most important person. You are. And it's okay to take care of yourself first. Take care of yourself first. Impact yourself first, improve yourself first, love yourself first, get yourself healthy first, be the best you you can be first, and then you can reach out a hand to help others. But you got to take care of you first. And one of the things you got to take care of is your finances. And I got someone to help you with that. This is your John Jubilee, Kyle Adkins, Wisdom of Wealth Minute, discussing love, peace, and happiness. Mighty Kyle, what's a word of wisdom you got for us today, brother? Good morning, John. Here's what we're going to touch on. The last several weeks, we've been, we've been kind of watching the market go a little bit crazy. What we found out or what we figured or as we're looking, we believe, was some uh, bad news in some other countries, as well as the Ebola scare. There's a lot of things that are kind of out there that would lead the average investor to panic or to be upset. The advice is this. It's been the last several weeks when things were down and bad, if your thought was, let me gather up some cash, let me get some money somewhere and go buy, then you are an exceptional investor. However, if your thought process was, hey, I don't know what to do, maybe I need to get out, maybe you jumped out, you know, not knowing or not seeing what was taking place, you may be an emotional investor. Emotional investors historically make a lot less money. So that's why it's important to have somebody whether it's, again, somebody you trust, a financial planner, see a certified financial planner, some trusted advisor, you know, helping you take the emotion out of what's going on in your investment portfolio and, of course, making sure 
that we're moving forward to the future, not based on emotion, but based on facts and based on making sure the plan is in place. Man, good word. Good word. Good word. And Kyle, it, it's it's not the first time it's ever happened, right? No, sir. Not the, <laughs> nor the last. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got for us? Hey, we're going to touch again on, on several other asset categories that may be overlooked. We'll review those next. Okay. Well, beautiful. Well, Kyle, thanks as always, man. You are a wealth of knowledge and inspiration to people. So thank you so much. You're welcome, John. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Well, friends, I want to encourage you that, you know, the financial aspect of our life, you know, that's a part that we got to take care of business. Got to take care of business. Got to be good stewards in life. Be thankful for whatever you have. So wherever you're starting at, be thankful, be appreciative, and be wise. Uh, I have been very, very poor. And when I say poor, we were so poor, we were just po, po. We were that, you know, we couldn't even get all four letters. We just had two of them. We were just po. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I didn't see spaghetti sauce. So I was in eighth grade and, you know, I lived in a horse trailer, a horse trailer in America, in America. Hey, I know what it is to go days, days without eating in America. So you know what? You might feel sorry for them kids in Africa. I got news for you. I would have liked to have a bowl of whatever they were eating, you know, when I had no food, you know, myself right here in America, buddy. So uh, I could tell you this, though. I was joyful. I was thankful. I was appreciative. I was content. And you can be content wherever you are, but don't be content to stay there. Don't be content to stay there. Get up and take an action step. Get up and make a move in the direction you want to go. Choose with intention to move forward. Just know I'm dancing right there with you. You better believe it, man. I wish I had a little bit more room in this uh, radio studio to to dance with you. But you know what? If you can dance in your car, you can dance in your house, you can dance in your office, get your groove on. Come on. Live life out loud. Live life powerfully. Do you realize you're literally getting positive endorphins flowing through your body when you dance, when you laugh? We need more dancing and we need more laughter. Remember those awkward middle school or high school dance when you're a freshman when nobody wants to dance? What is that? What is that? It's just fear, right? It's fear. Fear of what? We're afraid of what other people think. We're afraid of what other people think about us. And some of us never get over it until we're too old. So let's not do that. Hey, you could see somebody that's 100 years old. By then, they figured out, who cares? I don't care what these other people think about me. And if you don't believe it, you just look at a 100-year-old person. Hey, they don't care if their hair's, you know, not just right or this isn't that just right. Hey, they're happy to be living life and out and about. So we need to learn those lessons. Let's learn to dance early. Let's learn to laugh early. Let's learn to not be afraid of what other people think early in life. The world would just be a better place. So step out today. Step out today. Hey, I'll give you a challenge, man. And if you take it, you email me on my website at johnjubilee.com and you say, John, I did it. I did it. You step out today and you laugh out loud 
or you dance somewhere where you're normally not supposed to be dancing. <laughs> Just do it. See what happens. You know what? I do it. I really do. You know, I'll be in a restaurant, some music playing, and it's not even a dancing restaurant. And I'll do a little bit of dance anyway. And I'll just tell other people, come on, go ahead. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. (laughs) But you know what's great? Even if they don't dance, they do laugh. (laughs) So either way, with dancing or laughing, you're going to create positive endorphins. And let me talk about laughing here for a minute. How important laughter is. Laughter is the best exercise on the planet Earth. That's right. Laughter literally works every muscle in your entire body is contracting when you are laughing. Laughter is powerful. Laughter literally produces positive chemical reactions in your body that boost your immune system. That's right. That's why happy people literally get sick less than unhappy people. People that laugh get sick less. People that laugh heal faster. People that laugh heal faster than people that don't. And do you know that children laugh seven times more than adults? Why is that? Why would children laugh seven times more than adults? Because as we grow up and mature, we lose our laughter. We lose it. We get cynical. We get critical. We get judgmental. Can I just encourage us all to to go back? Come on, moonwalk. Moonwalk back to laughter. There's some things you need to go backwards in. Be more like a child in some areas of your life. Get back that childlike joy and laughter when you can laugh at anything. As by the way, kids really will laugh at anything. They will. They will. Kids will laugh at anything if it has the right delivery. Doesn't matter what it is. Kids can laugh at anything. Get back your laughter. Get some joy in your life. Laugh out loud. And I mean laugh out loud. Don't just do a little chuckle or a little smirk. Get back your belly laugh. When you were a kid, you laughed out loud. When you were a kid, you could laugh really hard. Remember laughing really hard, so hard that you thought you were going to pee your pants? That's the kind of laughter I'm talking about. You need to get that kind of laughter back. Where something is so funny that you can enjoy it, that you can celebrate it, that you can remember it. Think back to those really, really, really funny things in life. Those are good things to actually think back on. You want to focus forward in 99% of the areas of your life, but if you've got a really funny memory that you can think back to that makes you laugh out loud, well, then that's a great one to share. Guess what? I was at Disney World with my kids one year, and, and of course, you got the old video cameras going, and, and my little my little Josiah, man, I looked over there, and I had the video camera, and he was just to my left, and I am not kidding. He was doing something that it didn't even look like it was humanly possible. He had his finger so far up his nose. 
His finger was so far up his nose, it was a disappearing finger act. It's like a magician trick. <laughs> I looked over there and I had it on video. I said, Josiah Jubilee, what are you doing? And just without blinking, man, with that white blonde hair and those big blue eyes, you know, he's about three years old. He says, picking a boogie. I said, picking a boogie. <laughs> this is on video, folks, let me tell you. Next thing you know, he pulls it out, and he wasn't kidding, man. There's a boogie right on the end of that finger. He stuck it right in his mouth. Stuck it right in his mouth. And without without blinking, straight face, he said, tasty. <laughs> I said, tasty? No, that's Aki. He said, no, tasty. Now that's funny. You got to find fun memories. Hang on to them. Laugh out loud. It's healthy. It's like medicine to your body. It'll boost your immune system. Laughter. Go log on to johnjubilee.com, johnjubilee.com. I'm John Jubilee, America's Sailor Health Authority, changing the world one person at a time, starting with the most important one, you.